Mr. Eats Beat, Bud Kennedy. I'm Bud Kennedy wearing a clean shirt once again. There's been mustard, ketchup, mayonnaise, sriracha, all manner of burger toppings spilled on it so far. I played uh, tennis trying to work off some of these burger pounds, and I'm pretty sure I was sweating burger grease while I played. Between this and the new barbecue boutique restaurants that are opening up, you know, I feel I've, I've consumed way too much beef in the last few days. <laughs> hey, it's all a labor of love as far as we're concerned because we're we're right in the middle of the battle of the burgers and things are getting really exciting. The readers are eating a lot of burgers and telling us about it. Yeah, well, so let's talk about the readers voting bracket first. We for those of you who haven't been following along and are just now plugging in, we kind of have two simultaneous brackets. We have our judges, eight of us who are going around and eating all these burgers and and you know, filling out our brackets a, after we make our judging uh comments and then also online we're allowing reader voting and that has been particularly close and very uh active this year bud there have been thousands of votes for some of these burgers yeah first round uh, almost 20,000 votes and this this round i haven't counted yet because we just closed the voting we're we're talking wednesday afternoon and uh came right down to the wire for for the most sort of heated matchup was between Mixed up burgers in Grand Prairie and Grease Monkey in Arlington. This was really phenomenal. You know, mixed up is is pretty much Arlington base, although it's technically across the line. But I think Rick, I, you know, how many votes were there in this? It was over three thousand total, and I think they were separated by ten votes. I think three thousand votes. I believe I'm going to say that based in all the record, this is the highest turnout ever for any election in the city of Arlington. The six thousand votes. <laughs> I don't think they've ever had. This intensive election for any time, anywhere. This is what they have to do to get out the vote. This is this is what the offer burgers. Obviously, this is what the voters want to see on the ballot. Is is you know which is your favorite burger? They don't want to see Mayor Cluck or the school board or anything <laughs> like that. They want to talk about beef. Well, you know, mixed up has a terrific campaign manager because I remember in two thousand and eleven, uh, you know, they kind of worked. They they made their way into the bracket. They were a play in, and they made their way into the bracket. This year, they were an eight seed, um, and they've, they've again, dominated on the voting, taking down higher-seeded burgers each time. So they, they have advanced in the readers? They have advanced in the readers' bracket. They, they, were, they lost in the first round of the judges' bracket, but that they are continuing on in the readers' bracket and doing quite well. And like I said, Grease Monkey mounted a great uh, campaign as well. They only lost by 10, 10 votes. I saw tons of uh, tweets and Facebook messages out to make sure you vote. And uh, another Arlington burger did the same thing, Chop House, which uh, did advance in the judges' bracket, but also was in a heated uh, battle against Tommy's in Fort Worth. And they were down by 100 or so votes Wednesday morning, but the voting closed at, at noon, and somehow they jumped about 200 votes and took them. I think I saw a tweeted picture. There was an entire third-world call center that was hired to do nothing but <laughs> sit on the Internet and vote for Chop House all day. So I think that's the only way that they uh, were able to take down the, the vaunted Tommy's uh, online uh, online uh, juggernaut. Well, even for the ones that didn't advance in the reader's bracket, I would say you know there, there's not one place that didn't get a lot of votes, and they, they can sort of take heart in the fact that they definitely have a lot of fans out there. 
Rick, run down the, the uh, reader's bracket, and we're talking about the reader's bracket first this time instead of the judges because the readers are putting so much work into this. But run down who's left in the, breeder, in the, in the reader's right, bracket. Right. We're down to an elite eight in the pickle region. Uh, Tom's advanced over Charlie's. Uh, Tom's is a burger place in Arlington just, just off of I-30. And Another they, Arlington vote. Yeah, lot, lots of uh, burger fans in Arlington, and Tom's, uh, you know, has advanced over Charlie's and then out over in and out and so um, you know they're doing quite well and I think could could be the burger to beat in the pickle region they're gonna face the newcomer rodeo goat which uh, also has its fans so for the re readers will vote between Tom's a rodeo goat that'll be the next round voting that'll start on Thursday between mixed up and in in the bacon region it'll be between Mixed up in Kincaid's. Kincaid's, another Arlington-Fort Worth matchup. And Kincaid's also one of the top vote-getters in, in round two. And then I guess really Mustard is an Arlington-Fort Worth, Dallas-Fort Worth matchup, Twisted Root. And Fred's. And Fred's Fred's uh, also doing terrific. Uh, people love Fred's. And Who usually gets the most votes in the readers' poll? Uh, you know, I, I think uh, Chop House was the one this, this round that managed the most votes, almost okay. 2,000. And Chop House is in the other side of that bracket, and Chop House is up against... Another regional. Ch Chop House is going to face Jake's, and the, the only funny thing about Jake's was that their vote total was 666. <laughs> Gave me a little pause there. Well, uh, we'll, uh, we'll let Judge Keller talk about that. Any so. satanic burgers at Jake? <laughs> That'll be the burger of the month. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll check into that. But let's uh, transition here. We're going to talk about the judges' bracket. The judges, the people who really think we know what we're doing. Well, we're the ones who have been consuming the burgers uh, and really getting to sort of take this journey of discovery because sometimes you know you don't really know until you've eaten the burger once maybe even more than once that journey of discovery is more of a sluggish walk to the little door in the back of the restaurant a lot of times rick I, you know i don't know about that journey of discovery i felt uh, i felt a little sluggish last week but i'm actually uh, i'm rallying i'm ready to start eating again but in the judges bracket any big not, upsets not not a not really any upsets other than in the uh, ketchup region uh good friend is Which I, I'm anxious to look. I, I, I want to see. Yes, neither one of us has actually judged that, but they in the first round, um, they took down Jake's and an, another Dallas Burger, and in this round uh, they prevailed over Maple and Motor, which was the number two seed and uh, often considered the best burger in Dallas. Yeah, so Good Friend and Hop Dotty are the two Dallas burgers that uh, have kind of risen to the top. Right, and and Good Friend is kind of a a bar with a chef mentality. You know, you, you the kitchen doesn't even open till 5.30 at Good Friend. So uh, if you want a burger, it's going to be a nighttime burger at Good Friend. And uh, our two judges that have, have been there for the first couple rounds have been really surprised at how sort of rich and delicious the the meat on their burgers have been. Well, it's now it's going up against, you know, one of the real quote-unquote seasoned veterans in this competition. <laughs> Yeah, they'll face Chop House in the, you know, the final of the ketchup region to see who advances to the final four. And uh, yeah, I think you and I get to go try that one. I, I, I can't wait to take a look at that. Because we've both had the Chop House burger before, but neither of us has, has tried Good Friend. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. The other finalist, uh, you know, there's a surprise finalist out of Southlake. Right. In the mustard region, the Cinderella burger was Burger Extreme. They took down Fred's in round one. 
and looked like maybe they were going to sort of rocket their way to stardom, but uh, they didn't count on Johnny B's. Okay, I'm going to correct my bracket reading here. These are the quarterfinals we're in. Right, so. but we're, we're in the right region. We're in the mustard region, and uh, Burger Extreme uh, didn't have the best day against Johnny B's. Well, Johnny B's... Um, you know, it has always been popular, and I'm I'm just glad the judges are starting to you know give it a little do. Yeah, and you know they they felt like Burger Extreme had a had a good start, but then there were some some uh, there was a little bit of unevenness in the in the patties, a little bit of welted lettuce. Where Johnny B's is, there's a thing about Johnny B's is I've never had a even sort of average burger there. It's always above average. Yeah. So they're really on their game all the time. And they they're up against Dutch's, which is seated higher. But you know Dutch's is has kind of gotten by against L.A. Burger, which was due, and Twisted Root. You know, I mean, Dutch's is, is uh, I mean, Johnny B's is capable of winning this. Yeah, and Dutch's was in a real tight matchup against Twisted Root. Uh, came down to really just a few little things. I think Twisted Root's burger was a little bit drier than it should have been. Yeah. But in general, um, that could have gone either way. Now, Dutch's and Johnny B sets up a, a matchup of the sweet buns. Oh, that's right. The, the Hawaiian buns or the, the sweet sardo buns. So that's what it, we're going to see you know, who comes out best in the sweet bun bracket. Yeah, I like the fact that they're kind of uh, you know, on even footing there because I think actually in the Dutch's Twisted Root battle, the thing that may have pushed them over the edge was that the bun, that bun. was better at Dutch's. So they're, they're going bun to bun. Well, let's talk about the bacon region because we had some good eating in the bacon region. Uh in Dallas, Hop Dottie against M&O's Burger from Fort Worth. This was a really terrific matchup. Uh, both burgers were terrific, but the Hop Dottie Burger tasted like a champion. M&O is so popular, and for all its varieties of burgers and all its different flavors, I would never have dreamed M&O would come close to Hop Dottie, but you know, M&O's got a lot going. Well, you know, it was the case of the... You know, sort of beauty queen versus the the girl who you don't realize is quite. Mary Ann. Yeah, she's 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 actually sexier than you think. And then this, this was the ginger and Mary Ann. It was, burgers. and you know, I think we went with the ginger in the in the end. The judge ended up going with the ginger, <laughs> but she needs to think about that. He's in the room here, but uh, I think uh, the Mary Ann really. There's plenty of people who might have preferred the Mary Ann. In this case, the the ginger, and we're talking about Hop Dottie, was just too tough to beat. Well, so if Hop Dottie is going to get beat. You know, it you might know, as well be Kincaid's. You know, Fort Worth Giant Kincaid's, and and uh, you know, see, you know, there there are always people who who want to say, well, Kincaid's has been around too long and they've been knocked off, but you know, they they uh, have tweaked little things and gotten better all the time, and I, they've had a good performance in this bracket. I think so, and you know, I I was a judge at this bracket, this this matchup between Kincaid's and Love Shack, and uh, you know, Kincaid's is, is is on the comeback trail for sure, and I think. This bracket, they've they've gotten themselves some vindication. Mm-hmm. Now you already knew that they've kind of been making been making improvements, but I'm not sure everybody else has. Well, they, you know, they keep it a secret because they don't want people saying Kincaid's changed, right? But they subtly change. So well, and this is at the original location. We're we're only speaking about the original. We yeah. can't really talk from experience yeah. at at the other locations, but hopefully they're doing the the same at those. So mm-hmm. Hop Dotty versus Kincaid's, Old versus New, Dallas versus Fort Worth. That one's got all the kind of great storylines in the bacon region. And then the pickle region, just an, another classic. Oh, that's going to be another great one. Uh, Rodeo Goat, the number two seed, and sort of the 
So the new kid on the block. The artisan burger of Fort Worth. Yeah, and the new kid on the block is going to see if it can take down the old grizzled veteran, which is yeah. Charlie's Old Fashioned. Yeah, and, you know, Charlie's had 10 flavors of burgers before Rodeo Goat was ever out of the nursery. <laughs> and and uh, Charlie's had the Project X and all the Swiss mushroom burgers and all the, the tricked out burgers. But Charlie's doesn't have anything that has, like, blackberry compote on it like, like Rodeo Goat does. I have to say, though, Charlie's was pushed against In-N-Out Burger. There was a, a, a moment in some of the judges' minds where In-N-Out might have uh, beaten Charlie's. And I think there was some arguing going on there before the, the final verdict. Well, you know, and if In-N-Out would just, if you just get the fries well done, you always like In-N-Out burgers. <laughs> well, some of our readers, I'll tell you what, judging by the comments on the website, not fans of In-N-Out. They can't understand why they're even in the bracket, but that has not been our experience in this bracket. It's that anti-California bias. I guess so, but um, also Rodeo Goat have a, had a tough time with Offsite Kitchen, which is, uh, for me, I think maybe Offsite Kitchen may be my burger that got away because it was terrific offside kitchen is a fantastic burger and uh, there are a lot of i noticed another poll came out this week ranking it the best burger in dallas so when I, you know it, it you know offside kitchen maple and motor and good friend are 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 all in that kind of the dallas burger nexus and, and uh, offside kitchen's a great place to stop if you're anywhere near stemmons or i-35 or, or uh, on your way to and from Parkland for your cardiogram or whatever, Offsite Kitchen is a great great place to stop. I would have to say, having eaten at both Maple and Motor and Offsite Kitchen this week, I'd go back to Offsite Kitchen yeah. first. I, I, liked, I would too. I liked Maple and Motor, but Offsite Kitchen, just a cooler atmosphere, a better burger, um, and I think you know Maple and Motor better watch out there. Offsite Kitchen is distinctive. There's no place like it in Fort Worth. Maple and Motor, there's... Ten burger grills like it in Fort Worth. Yeah, and I, I mean, I can see why people like it. It's a very solid, uh, you know, the meat's good. All the the toppings you can get on it are terrific. But it, it it doesn't taste like a champion to me the way that Offsite Kitchen could be. So we are one ten. We're eleven burgers away from a champion, Rick. I know, I know. It's we're down to the elite eight in the judges bracket and also in the readers bracket. A um, couple more weeks, and we'll we'll know. Next week, we'll be able to talk tell you who the final four burgers are and we'll also be able to reveal who the uh guest burger judge is going to be we got quite a few terrific entries and we'll be announcing that on the on dfw.com next week i guess uh, if i'm going to go judge all these burgers i I guess i need to gas up (laughs) (laughs) well that is we are headed to dallas for uh for a good friend chop house matchup you and i are for sure so until next week all right Eat good burgers.